What's up, guys? Juwan Arrington here with the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. We have Marlena Midnight in the house. Hi. We have Elizabeth Depp in the house. Hello. And we have Cat Ziggy dialing in via phone. <laughs> What's up? You guys, you guys ready for this? Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Cat, are you ready? Absolutely. All right. 100 Series Podcast starts right now. We are in the Midnight Mausoleum itself. This is so cool. This is the very first ever <laughs> video edition of the 100 Streets Podcast. And I'm so excited that I'm doing it with the awesome ladies of the Midnight Mausoleum. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're great. Yes. Good stuff. Excellent. Good stuff. So uh, for all you guys at home who don't know, Midnight Mausoleum is a show that airs in the Quad Cities on channel 8.3. They do a lot of old school B-movie horror movie, oh, B-movie horror movies. And sci-fi. Yeah, and sci-fi. <laughs> and um, and they had, in between, they do uh, some short little skits and sketches. A lot of fun, great show. If you haven't checked it out, uh, after this podcast, you're definitely going to want to check it out. So, again, we have Marlena Midnight in the house. Howdy. And Hello. Elizabeth in the house. And Cat Ziggy in the house, in, in, in her house, in this house, <laughs> in a via phone. phone. <laughs> <laughs> in the house. That's right. House. That's right. That's right. So let's just get right into this right here. Uh, I want to, I've been really, this is like my most anticipated podcast that I've been wanting to do this for a very long time because I'm a huge fan of you guys. Um, of course, you know, uh, you're working at Channel 8. Uh, I see you guys all the time. Actually, I think the very first time I saw you, Marlena, was in uh, the ch- the Channel Eight B Studio because I know you guys had a, had a set in there for a little, a little bit. Yep. And like I was like, "What is going on? What is <laughs> what's all this stuff?" You and here? every other employee at WQED right. is like, "Are they supposed to be here? Ooh, what's <laughs> happening? These people are just building stuff." <laughs> right. Yeah. But then I found out, oh, it's for the, the show you're doing with your movies. I'm like, this is super cool. Yeah. And you know, me personally, as a creator, I I always love when I see other creators in the area that are doing awesome things. And you guys are doing some super cool things. You're doing conventions, mm-hmm. or do you have movies that you guys have done? Movie, uh, yeah. you know, I shot with you guys before for the Pro 100 series, and we'll get into that later on as well. And uh, But yeah, I just want to go ahead and give you guys a little chance to kind of introduce yourselves to uh, the 100 series audience. So for all those who don't know, I want to start uh, from uh, stage right to left, or is that... Is that stage right to left? This would be right. This is your right. Yes. So yeah. Okay, cool. So I am right. <laughs> So for everyone who doesn't know who you are, who is Kat? I'm Kat Ziggy. I'm Marlena's celestial friend um, and co-host, I guess, um, along with Elizabeth. And I um, help support the sci-fi theme of the show. 
So I'm Marlena Midnight. I'm the host of Midnight Mausoleum and uh, like he said we're a sci-fi and horror host type show and we're on WQAD and we're on MyTV 8-3 at different times on different days but at both times it's late at night so. Very cool. Very cool. And Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yes. Um, I'm also just hanging out at the mausoleum and not sure what I am. Sort of a You're grim, reaper. grim reaper. Like thinking the canon of things. Like yep. I pretty much brought you back to life and mm-hmm. Cat back to life. But you brought Cat back to life. Of course. So really, <laughs> yeah. And I just hang out and do goofy things. <laughs> I'm spooky. Spoofy. But goofy. He's the spookiest. The spookiest. You are cool. the spookiest. <laughs> So, so yeah. So let's talk about how how did all of this come about? Like, what was the what was the inspiration for for the Midnight Mausoleum? So way back, like ten years ago, uh, Blake and I were just hanging out. I lived in Georgia, the city or the state, not the country, uh, and we were just talking about how there weren't horror hosts anymore on TV. Like when I was growing up, I had Commander USA. He was on USA. Um, Joe Bob Briggs and to a lesser extent Elvira. I kind of missed that whole boat by a little bit because I was a child in the 80s, but not for long. Um, but Blake, being older, grew up with some other ones and some local ones like Acre Creature Company or Acre Creature Feature. I cannot talk today. Sorry. Um, but we, like, there just wasn't anything like that on TV anymore. So we're like, we should do that. That'd be fun. And we just started doing it just to have fun. And then it kind of just got out of control. And here we are now, 10 years later. <laughs> Still doing the same thing. Cool deal. Cool, cool, cool. So I know you, you guys have been all, your guys are uh, we're starting off broadcasting all around the country. Uh, kind of talk about, like, where did your love for horror come from? Um, well, I don't know where it really came from. It just has always kind of been mm-hmm. there. Um, I like more cheesy and gory horror movies, but, like, that's the really nice thing about horror. There's so many little subgenres in the genre that there's kind of something for everybody. Even if you don't like, like, let's say, like, really grisly, like, slasher films, you can like, like, kaiju movies with, like, giant monsters who are just destroying cities. I'm still going to count those as horror because lots of people are dying, obviously, in those cities being crushed by monsters. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, like, a really large category, and the genre itself and, like, all the people associated with it, a lot of them are very inclusive. So it's a really inclusive genre where kind of everybody can find a little place to belong. So it's kind of like a family in a really weird backwards way. Cool. Kat, how about you? Um, well, I would say that, honestly, honestly and truly, sci-fi is my, uh, genre of choice, and along with that, I think it, sci-fi ties in really well with the horror genre as a whole, because, in my opinion, space is kind of, like, the ultimate unknown. You know, what is out there? Like, we only have seen such a small part of it for ourselves, and, even from our tiny robot friends, we've only still seen such a small part. And so I think that genuine, like, curiosity and just the unknown is kind of deep down pretty terrifying. So I just really enjoy how, you know, creatives have really capitalized on that and really kind of ties in how sci-fi and horror work really well together. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And Elizabeth? Um... Well, I've always liked the unusual, just kind of weird things and spooky things going with that. But I also watched, like, the Igri creature feature when that came back the... The second the time, The second yeah. time. I don't know if I was in... It was in the 90s. Junior high or, I was, yeah, probably in junior high, because 
that was like late 90s and late grade school early yeah, junior high before that i didn't really know about well i knew about elvira and stuff but not like a horror hosting thing i'm like this is so cool like old weird movies i'd never seen before like all the vincent price ones i hadn't seen i'm like this is really neat and but yeah so i like odd things and good things and so it was just kind of cool to be like yeah i like this that's awesome that's so cool that's so cool that you guys are taking your your, your guys's passion for this this genre and you're 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 sharing it with people not just here in the quality area but all across the nation how does that feel to know that you're 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 reaching so many people i guess nice it's just nice that people can get together over commonality you know it's nice that everybody can find something to come together on and kind of all like agree on and just have a good time cat what is it sometimes but also really really fun I love getting the opportunity to kind of like play myself play a character uh, and yeah really just kind of connect with people over the love of what, what it's all about yeah. and it's been fun just like all three of us hanging out and getting to know each other and yeah it's nice. Being silly. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes. That's so cool. And just talk about that. Let's talk about how did you guys all like like link up together for this? I just was doing the show, but Elizabeth's husband was a huge fan of the show. Yes. <laughs> and he would just write to us, and then mm-hmm. at one point we were like, "Hey, yeah." Through be on social our show? media, it was that's how I. Kind of came out. Because I remember I bought a shirt from, like, Mellow Blue Planet. Yeah. And I think I tagged you guys in it. And then I think I heard from you or Blake. And you're like, hey, you want to, like, help us at a convention? I'm like, well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, of course. That's so cool. And then I remember at the time people were like, oh, are you new on the show? And I was like, what? And I think you said, like, well, that's up to her. And like, oh, it is. It is up to you. It is? Okay. I'm not going to force people and, into, yeah. ser- into servitude. Yeah. I was right. like, well, yes, please. So, yeah. And it's been fun ever since. All right. Kat, how about you? Um, so, actually, it was kind of at a convention. So, it was at Planet Funcon. I think it was... It was the first one Jen was helping at. So 2018 oh, yeah. or 2017? Uh, I'm really bad with dates, hon. Um, maybe 2017, maybe? Or 2018? 18, I think. <laughs> I think it was 18. I think it was. Yeah. So I I just went as, like, a, a guest. And I was so excited because I did a Vulcan cosplay. And I was going to do a cosplay contest, and I was so pumped. And um, I really wanted to go to the Midnight Mausoleum table, but I was so shy because I was like, oh, my God. It's my way to midnight. <laughs> I, I did wave to you. I tried. <laughs> I was like, I'll be near it, but I was just like, oh no. And then by the time I got it, the curse But it'd be weird to hug Juan's oh. phone. So I'll hug him next time I see him. Tiny box me. 
Tiny boxes. <laughs> so I want to talk about you, your guys's your guys's characters. I think that are just so cool. Of course, um, as all the posters say, Marlon, you are the cuddly cadaver. Yeah. Let's talk talk about like how did you come up with the ideas for for your guys's characters? Well, so like way back in the day, my character we wanted to make it like a horror character, but we didn't want to make it like too excessive as far as like makeup and hair because I do my own stuff and I don't want to spend like four hours doing prosthetics and stuff like the whole time and I was like oh I know and I just just threw on an autopsy scar and I was like yeah that'll do (laughs) and it's just kind of stuck around ever since and we're rejiggering the canon of the show a little bit right now so we're kind of actually figuring out still Elizabeth and Kat's character profiles completely but mine is just the same. She was like a kind of like mediocre talent in the 20s going into the 30s. And then she just did something really stupid and got hit by a car. And that was it. And then the Grim Reaper, she was just like so persuasive. She's like, okay, you can stay, but you have to live in a mausoleum and watch terrible movies. And she's like, A+. plus. There you go. There you go. Kat, how about you? I know you, you said uh, it's like a, you know, a girl from outer space, but, but uh, what else do you have? Um, so I think that we figured out that I, oh, I can't remember. Marlena, was an alien or am I a liaison? You decided you wanted to be an alien because you wanted to be an alien corpse that could run around. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so I obviously crash landed in the mausoleum and, um, I wasn't sure what was happening and so I and this is kind of like so we're all in different locations throughout normal time when we're not being together in the mausoleum obviously we're kind of separated by like about an hour to an hour and change each so cat hasn't even seen the storyboard yet for the new credits and jen will just be seeing it now so, okay. <laughs> like today. So Ooh. we're kind of disjointed a little bit right now because we're rejiggering stuff, but it will be done in time for the new season. Nice. Oh, yeah. Eliminate my answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, my character kind of just for the first season was just kind of like, you're here. I'm here. I'm <laughs> kind of spooky, but mostly just here and goofy and cute and spooky. Cute and spooky. Yes, <laughs> I like it. But, yeah, I'm liking the more Grim Reaper kind of. Like, what was a death? You know, it's got to be like Grim Reaper, like bringing people back from the dead. And I'm into that. Like, yeah, it's cool. super cool. And you guys have like, like Wolfred as well in yes. the show. Yes, who is currently unfortunately sitting on a shelf. We didn't bring him or Franklin. They're mm-hmm. off location when we're not shooting. But yep, we have Wolfred. We have Franklin. We have Bones. We have occasional elder characters who just like fumble on and then fumble back off and. It's a good time. We nice. try to include a lot of people. It's so cool, too, because, you know, watching your sketches, like I watched the one sketch where you're doing the, the Star Trek mm-hmm. um, the, um, sketches, and uh, it was like you were, like, you know, trying, to, trying to hail, like, these teenagers. Yes, were, the like, teenagers who were on my space lawn. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh that, was, that was so funny, and that was, that was just great stuff. I, I love it so much. And then um, seeing the, the back and forth between you and... Wolfred him telling you jokes and all that. They're always so bad. And I don't actually know the jokes ahead of time. So those looks of horror on my face are legitimate. Like straight up like, oh my god, you just said that joke. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, I think 
he told me one at a convention once. He's like, don't tell Marlena, but listen to this. <laughs> Ran it by me. I'm like, yes, she'll cringe at that. So, <laughs> good stuff. Now, as, now, as you said before, you have a wide variety of B-movies, B-sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys go about like choosing like what movies that you're gonna you're gonna run for the show? So there's t- basically kind of like two types of movies we choose for the show. We either have movies that are in the public domain, or we license movies from people that we've talked to, and they're usually independent movies. Uh, but some of them have had theatrical releases if they're older. Um, new independent movies, it's really hard to get a theatrical release. Um, but, so, the ones that are public domain movies are the ones you're going to see on a lot of different horror host shows because they're in the public domain. Anybody can see those movies, anybody can show those movies, anybody can use parts of those movies for various things. So there are some that are those, and then there's some that we license from companies or people, and those are the ones that we do not put out on DVDs. And those are the ones that it's just, like, a really special thing, and we can show them on TV, like, that couple times. And that's kind of cool, too. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. So what are, like, some of you guys' favorite moments, um, that, uh, whether it be through shooting a show, um, watching it back, Facebook Lives, anything like that? Um, starting with Kat, what are been some, some of your, your favorite moments? I love going to convention. I think it's so much fun, and getting a chance to, like, meet different people is super cool. Um, Halloween and Palooza is a personal favorite. I feel like that was really fun this year, well, I guess last year and the year before. Um, so definitely looking forward to all the conventions this year. Oh. Uh, I mean, I've been doing this for a really long time, so I can't, like, pick anything out in my head. I really like doing hands-on stuff. Like, I made the puppets, so I like doing that. Not that I did a great job, but I didn't know they need to really last for a very long time. Um, <laughs> I really enjoy, like, finding the movies that we're going to show. I really enjoy... I mean, to a lesser extent, I enjoy, like, captioning because it helps have a, our audience expand because people who are, like, hearing impaired or that, like, just are, you know, watching while their spouse is trying to sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's nice that they can just turn on those captions and see what's going on in the movies. Um, there's a lot of things I really enjoy about it. It's just kind of a lot of things that all add into one big thing that is our show. And, like, Kat, I also enjoy conventions so much because it's fun to just hang out with them and meet all the people who like the show and see like their reaction and everything and they really enjoy it so it's fun to meet them and but i also like filming and stuff and especially the star wreck stuff <laughs> star wreck stuff is fun it's hilarious and it's fun to just make each other laugh and it see is. how stupid right. we can be yes which is not hard so. <laughs> right. now back let, let's talk more and more about the the, the conventions because that's actually where I met you guys before was mm-hmm. at a convention, and it's just so cool just seeing so many people just walk up and just say just say hi and having that that interaction that, to know that you know wow you know my product is reaching so many people and it's entertaining them and you know they're they're loving it and being able to have that that one on one you know face to face conversations with them what's what's have been some of like the things that that they've told you um, you know from those type of conversations. Uh, I like it when people come up and they say they watch with their families. Like, I like it when they say that, like, it's brought their family together. We have some adults who watch with their kids, like, who are, you know, like, I think the youngest kid who watches is, like, seven. But there are some, like, older kids who are, like, you know, like, 
preteens and they watch with their parents so it's a way their parents and them can like kind of like agree on something but there's also like adults who will like come up and be like oh man me and my parents watch your show and it's, it's really brought up me and my parents <laughs> closer together I'm like oh I'm just imagining how cute that is I love that like it's really mm-hmm. cute to hear stuff like that and I I don't know it's just it's nice and people are always very excited and I mean, it's really cute just to see, like, how excited they are and, like, how, like, jazzed they are. They're like, I'm meeting you. It's like, yes, right. you are. <laughs> okay, this is an awkward conversation. You have to talk more now because I'm really bad at conversing. So, but it's fun. Well, Kat? Um, kind of the same thing. Like, our fans are so nice and really cool and interesting people. So just hearing, like, the different aspects of what they think of the show and just how much they like it and just how it affects like their lives is again quite surreal um and very very um i guess flattering um, i'm just like oh, i feel like i don't do anything except like you know full jokes sometimes but uh yeah it's really cool to see how much people really enjoy it and how funny they think it is yeah and they're just yeah, they're very nice, and I like when they just launch into their own stories about themselves and stuff. I'm like, you just meet interesting people that yeah. way, and I'm like, please tell me more. I'm like, this isn't about me at all. Like, I want to <laughs> know more about these people because, like, that's how I thought about like, like the Acre mm-hmm. feature feature and stuff. I was like, like if I could have met him, that would have been pretty cool. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that people think that about us. Yeah. So it's kind of weird, but like cool, cool weird. Like, cool. yeah. How would you guys say? Um, with uh, your shows, and we'll start again with Kat. How has the show helped you guys out as creators, entrepreneurs, etc.? Oh, um, this is a really great question. It's uh, really given me an opportunity to kind of form a character, um, which is really hard because I feel like ultimately, like I am just me. <laughs> but to really uh, kind of grow in that way. Um, to learn to um, just be aware of the camera, to, like, film well, and to kind of learn how to act on the spot, um, which has always been challenging. So, But it's been a really, like, safe and fun way to do that. Um, so I think that's what I enjoy most about filming, for sure. Well, yeah. Can you repeat the question? I'm really sorry. <laughs> so how has doing this show helped you um, as a creator, as an entrepreneur, those types of things? Uh, Like, the show really takes a lot of creativity. I mean, because we don't really use scripts because, as was just illustrated, I have a terrible memory. (laughs) Um, So we don't really use a lot of scripts. We write down, like, vague ideas, and then we just all kind of improv about it, which I think is what Kat was saying. Like, she thought there was going to be stuff, and we're like, tell her what to say, but it's like, but just do what you want. Like, Mm -hmm. see how it plays out. We want to see, because it's more funny when you don't know what you're expecting. It's more realistic. Um... But it just takes a lot of creativity to kind of work up little sketches and stuff. And, like, on the other end, having to do weird stuff you would never think about with a TV show, like making a website. I need to make the new website. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I have to do it. So it's something you get to learn. Um, So you learn a lot of things over the years. Jen? Yeah. Like, I agree with, like, the improv. Like, I was hoping, like, the same thing as Kat. Like, just tell me what to say. That's fine. And that's hard enough. Like, (laughs) but I'm like, okay, but... Um, luckily, Blake's ideas are very just easy to run with to begin with, and most yeah. of the time I just want to try to make him laugh because I think he's so funny. So I want to like exchange 
humor. And so, yeah, and kind of just forming a character is a little, was kind of fun to be creative with that and just forming like more of an identity, just myself too. It kind of mm-hmm. just blends together. Like, yeah. yeah. Cool. Very cool. So the show is, is now more than 10 years old, correct? It's divided in like half. Because for the first five years, we were on public access. Then we took a break. Then we were on, like, TV. So, yes, on and off for, like, ten years. There was a little lull in the middle. Okay. And I believe last year you were actually, you were inducted into the 2019 Horror Host Hall of Fame. Yeah. What was that like? It was really an honor because a lot of people who are inducted have been doing their shows, like, for a long, long, long time. Um, or they've done them, you know, for a short period of time, but it was, like, back in time. So it was really neat to get to meet a lot of the people who were there also getting inducted because I was like, tell me about your show. Because since it, a lot of the time with old horror hosts, it was very localized, there were a lot that I didn't know anything about their show because I wasn't in their viewing area. So it was just really neat to get to meet those people. Um, and I was honored, obviously, because, well, that's just a really big honor. For... Cat and Elizabeth, what does it feel like to, to be you know a part of a show that's been around for so long? Oh, definitely quite an honor. Um, horror hosting is a very unique and very unique niche, um, and there's a fascinating history behind it. So to play a play a play a small part in that history is really really cool. Um, definitely, definitely an honor. Yeah, it's super cool, and especially since, like, I watched the show for <laughs> several years before I was here, so it's like, oh, that is where I am, and here. Like, yeah, it's just kind of funny, and I think it's cool to keep, like, women in horror hosting kind of going. I think it's kind yes. of cool and empowering, like, yes. Yeah, 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 let's talk more about that, about you guys' is- uh, being, you know, this trio of awesome lady hosts uh, with this show, uh, how does it feel to, to have that pe- presence on television? Okay, you want to take this one? Sure. Oh my <laughs> gosh, to even be in the same, you know, atmosphere of horror hosts like Elvira, you know, Vampira, and <laughs> it's really almost overwhelming because it's. They are so iconic to me. Um, and, like, I kind of looked at Marlena in the same way, you know? Like, she's been on TV, like, and has, like, this huge presence. So it was it was really, really cool to, yeah, just be breathe the same air as you, Marlena. Well, sort of, you know, like, breathing. But, I mean... <laughs> You're too sweet. You get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been a long lineages of women in horror hosting, starting with um, Vampira and then, you know, down on through the years, Scartitia and, you know, Witch Hazel and Cremation Mortem and Penny Dreadful and just like going on down through the years. There's been like a long tradition of women in horror, but I think per capita, woman horror hosts versus men horror hosts, there have been statistically less. Um, because originally horror hosts were just people who worked at the news stations. So it could be the weatherman, it could be the newscasters, and since back farther in the day, in the 50s and 60s, there weren't a ton of women who were in the workforce yet as far as people who worked in technology, 
um, there were just less of those people. But then when they started realizing that, A, women could actually do things, thank you, um, then they like were like, oh, well, can you do this? And it's like, yeah, I'll dress up like a witch, sure. So then it kind of started morphing into being more even, but I still think there's like more male horror hosts that are well-known than female ones. So it's kind of nice to be a part of that history and kind of be like, look, we're over here. We're visible, too. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, everyone knows, kind of like, Elvira and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, it's kind of nice to just have something different, too. Like, I feel like we're different than, like, anything else, too, that you've seen. And having three people on there, too, is kind of different than just the one or, right. you know. Or just, right. like, a couple of people. Right, and I think I, I told you this at the last convention I saw you guys at was, like, I feel like having two isn't enough, and having four would be too many. <laughs> Three is so, a perfect number. <laughs> so it's like you guys have like 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 the right amount uh, for your show. I think that's really cool. Yeah, triad. Yes, right. we're a triangle. <laughs> yeah. So let's get in, into some more in, into some some fun questions here. What are you guys' favorite? Sorry, with Cat. What's your, what are you guys' favorite horror movies? Ooh, horror movies. I I really liked um, like. Rose Red. This is really dorky, but I grew up watching, like, Rose Red on TV, um, like, that three-part series, Mm -hmm. and that was kind of my first introduction into horror, Um, and it, like, terrified me, but I loved it, and I wanted more, Um, so then I started seeking out, like, the Chucky movies, (laughs) and um, House of Wax, and all of these really, like, you know, kind of whatever, like, CD-rated horror movies in the early 2000s. Um, But even before then, I was watching Star Trek on TV and X-Files and Beyond Belief, and I was just always fascinated with the the paranormal and, you know, all of these creative spins on it. (laughs) Um, I like too many horror movies, so this is going to be really challenging. I'm going to say just for simplicity, The Omen, because that's like, I call it a comfort food movie. Like if I'm like sick and in bed and I just want to watch a horror movie, but I don't really want to like see anything new. It's like, I'm going to put in The Omen. And I just watched that for like the hundred thousandth time. I don't know how many times I've seen it, but like, I also really love horror anthology movies. So like Asylum or, you know, like, geez, there's just so many, um, Tales from the Dark Side, uh, really, I just, I really like anthologies, because then you get a lot of little stories, but there's always that one story that connects them all, and I think that's really fun. That's really cool, yeah. Well, technically, I think my favorite horror movie is The Shining. Yes. I just love, it's a good film <laughs> to begin with. It's like, just creepy and fun, and, um, because I'll watch that a few times a year, especially on my birthday. Oh, It's a treat. Um, but I also like just like the awful like super bad mm-hmm. movies that you like when i was in college my friends and i would go to like family video and just rent the worst looking ones and be like let's just hang out and watch this and laugh and make fun of it with each other and right just kind of be together and it kind of brings people together with its kind of goriness and also ridiculous yeah right. so but yeah and i also like like sleepaway camp yes like, just, the classics like yes, that yeah yeah yeah, those are those are the, the types that I like. Are those mm-hmm. old eighties horror yes. movies, the slashers, like oh, the yeah. Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's like, like 
I grew up as a kid in the 90s, and I probably shouldn't have been watching these movies at all, but I did, <laughs> and I love them. And I just, I mean, so so that's, so so for me, that's the whole right. And actually, and Kat and, and Elizabeth, you guys know this, because we did the, the 80s slasher yes. um, yeah. shoot. Oh, yeah. uh, so slash House. And I'm actually planning part two right now, actually. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and yeah, and um. And Shane, who was the, he was the uh, he was the the killer in the last one. He's talked to me about about wanting to be a part of this one. I'm like, well, I could probably get you in there, but you won't be the same character. So we'll we'll probably have to do, like do some American American Horror Story type of Ooh. castings in there. So if you guys want to come back, you guys are more than welcome. Oh yeah, um, please. Heck yeah, for sure. yeah, for sure. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and and. and to bust out my fake blood recipe. Oh, yeah, we're we're, we're probably gonna and we're definitely gonna need a lot more this time around. Just to give you a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. I'm of a it. galley. Got it. Cool. <laughs> and for those who don't know, my fake blood is delicious. So, but yeah, this has been so much fun. Before we before we wrap up and and sign off here, um, do you guys have anything that you guys want to get out there to the viewers? who are watching this or listening um, about what you guys are doing, what's coming up, how to find you on, on social media. So. Okay. So you can find us on our social medias. Most everything is at Midnight Mausoleum, except for Twitter, which is Midnight Mazo, because Twitter is like, your name's too long. So that just ends with O. The U-M on the end isn't there. Um, my personal Instagram is Ms. M. Midnight. And we're on all social media except for like Snapchat and TikTok because I'm kind of old. Okay. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at xkitchycat. Um, that's kitchy c a t, and also on Facebook. I think it's catziggymm. Yeah, and then my personal Instagram, which anyone can follow. That's Jen Boyson with two N's, and I think I also have a Facebook. For Elizabeth, I think it's MM as well, and yeah, and we've got some conventions coming up, but some have been a little postponed because of the current current climate with everything things. going yeah. on. So, yeah. but those are on the those... Midnight Mausoleum Facebook. Like that's always updated right. and yep. everything. Yeah. So, and how can they uh, find the show? The oh, on TV. <laughs> Hello, yes, I'm sleeping, sorry. <laughs> um, so we are on WQAD. Uh, channel 8, although it might be different depending on your cable or satellite. We are on at 2 a.m. on, is it Fridays? Yes. Fridays. <laughs> and then on Saturdays, we are on channel 8-3 over the air, and we are on at 10.30. All right, good stuff. Well, guys, thank you so much for, for doing all this, for being a part of the very first ever video edition <laughs> of the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. Thank you so much. Everyone at home, make sure you guys blow up their Instagram, blow up their Twitter, blow up their everything. Watch the show. You guys are going to be in for, for quite a treat. Check out their Facebook Lives. It's awesome stuff. And, yeah, guys, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And everybody at home, thank you for watching or listening to the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. Stay subscribed. Stay following so you know exactly when the next podcast or video podcast is going to drop. Thank you guys. And as always, I'll see you soon.